Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 318. We're looking at Acts chapter 26, verses 12 through 23. Let's read our passage. I was traveling to Damascus under these circumstances with authority and a commission from the chief priests. King Agrippa, while on the road at midday, I saw a light from heaven brighter than the sun shining around me and those traveling with me. We all fell to the ground, and I heard a voice speaking to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. I asked, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. But get up, stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you a servant and a witness of what you have seen and will see of me. I will rescue you from your people and from the Gentiles. I am sending you to them to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a share among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So then, King Grippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Instead, I preached to those in Damascus first and to those in Jerusalem and in all the region of Judea, and to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, and do works worthy of repentance. For this reason the Jews seized me in the temple and were trying to kill me. To this very day I have had help from God, and I stand and testify to both small and great, saying nothing other than what the prophets and Moses said would take place, that the Messiah would suffer, and that, as the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light to our people and to the Gentiles. Paul is in Caesarea. He has been in jail for two years under the rule of Felix, the the governor of Judea, who did not want to make a decision on Paul's case because he recognized Paul was innocent of all the charges, but he did didn't want to alienate the Jewish leaders. Well, then when Festus took over as governor, the Jews approached Festus about trying Paul, releasing, they actually wanted Paul released to them so that they could try him and kill him. But the governor refused and had a hearing. He recognized that it seemed to make a lot of sense, but it was a lot of argument about Jewish issues, which he didn't fully understand. Then King Agrippa and his sister Bernice come, who know a lot about Jewish issues. And so Festus told Agrippa about Paul, and Agrippa asked to hear him. So Paul started his defense, and he talked about his background as a Jew, how he was raised as a Pharisee, and that he had sided with those who were in opposition to the Christians, and even persecuted them and persecuted them to far-off places. And that was leading up to where we pick it up here today in verse 12, where he says, I was traveling to Damascus under these circumstances with authority and a commission from the chief priests. So he was going to Damascus to persecute Christians, to force them to recant, to take them to prison, to charge them with blasphemy. Verse 13, King Agrippa, while on the road at midday, I saw a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, shining around me and those traveling with me. 
We all fell to the ground, and I heard a voice speaking to me in Aramaic. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Well, we've seen this description of the events on the road to Damascus several times. We saw them back when they first happened, back in chapter 9. Then Paul's related them to different people uh, a couple of times now. And generally, they're about the same, but there's some details different here and there. Like here, he didn't mention the blindness where that was a big part in the previous uh, narrations of it. It was that the there was the bright light and a sound, and that's where, putting all these things together, the people with Paul saw the light, heard a sound, but they didn't see anyone, and they didn't hear a voice. Where Paul, he actually heard a voice, actually beheld Jesus, from, from that, we put it all together that there was something that everyone witnessed had happened, but Paul was the only one who knew the details of it. But the blindness, his being struck blind, and then Ananias coming and laying hands on him as a messenger from God was an important part of that story. But here, he, he doesn't mention it at all. He doesn't mention the blindness. He mentions the light. Because the miraculous healing isn't really... Well, a big part of the story that he wants to relate to this particular group. What he wants to relate is the whole idea of this light of the gospel. That God has revealed light to the dark world via Jesus Christ. And has given Paul the charge to take this light to the people. So he didn't mention the blindness. Because the, the point's not the miraculous healing. It's the light of the gospel. He mentions in, in verse 14 that the voice was speaking to him in Aramaic. That detail is not included in, in the other narratives. But then one of the things he says here is it's hard for you to kick against the goads. Now, in an agricultural setting, everybody understands this. A goad is a pole with a point on the end of it that you poke the ox who's pulling the wagon or pulling the plow with the, the work animal. You poke it with this sharp stick to guide it. And every now and then the ox gets a little uppity and says, I don't want to do what you're telling me. You quit poking me with the stick and they kick at the stick. But if you kick at a sharp stick, you hurt yourself. You end up stabbing your leg with a sharp stick. And so that's why the whole idea of kicking against the goads, it's a, it's a bad thing. And it's a, it's a common proverb in a variety of cultures, particularly in the Greek and Roman world. This idea of kicking against the goads is understood to be fighting your own destiny or fighting your conscience. And, and so Jesus is using it here as, you've been called by God to do this. Don't kick against the goads, which is your calling. Verse 15, I ask, who are you, Lord? And the Lord replied, I am Jesus the one you are persecuting. Now what follows here is the, his commission. And this is a central part of Paul's address to Agrippa. This is what Jesus is telling him to do. So verse 16, but get up and stand on your feet. It's a common uh, calling to prophets in the Old Testament. Particularly you'd see it in uh, like Ezekiel 
2, 3, where Ezekiel is called by God, told to get up, stand on your feet. It says, For I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you as a servant and a witness of what you have seen and will see of me. So he's calling him to serve him, to serve the Lord, but also be a witness. And what does a witness do? All a witness can do is tell what they know, tell what they've seen. I will rescue you from your people and from the Gentiles. I'm sending you to them to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a share among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So this is Paul's commission. He has been appointed by the Lord to be a servant and a witness, to take the light of the gospel to his own people, the Jews, but also to the Gentiles, that they may turn from darkness to this light, the light of the gospel, from Satan to God. And they receive two things, forgiveness of sins and a share among those who are sanctified by faith in me. And by that he means a place in heaven, a place as part of the people of God, a place in the community of God's people. So forgiveness of sin and being part of the community of God's people. Verse 19, So then, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Instead, I preached those in Damascus first, and to those in Jerusalem, and all the region of Judea, and to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God and do works worthy of repentance. So his mission assigned by Jesus was to be a witness and serve him and take the light of the gospel to them. And so he did it. He started in Damascus. He did it in Jerusalem. He did it all through Judea. And then he went to the Gentiles. And his message was, repent and turn to God and do works worthy of repentance. Now his actual defense Verse 21, for this reason, the Jews seized me in the temple were trying to kill me. So he's saying that that's the reason they're trying to kill me, because I'm taking the message of the gospel to the world, particularly to the Gentiles. Verse 22, to this very day, I had help from God, and I stand and testify to both small and great, saying nothing other than what the prophets and Moses said would take place, that the Messiah would suffer and that is the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light to our people and to the Gentiles. So this is the gospel message, that Jesus is the Messiah, that he was killed, but he did rise from the dead. And the message is to repent and turn to God and receive forgiveness of sins. Now, he didn't specifically give an invitation here, but it's certainly understood here that everyone needs to repent. That includes everyone here listening to me right now. Well, this is Paul's defense, which is really a gospel message, a gospel invitation, and that that's the reason that they are out to get him, because they don't like the gospel. They don't like the, that Paul is taking the message of God to the people of the world. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.